Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I told you earlier, this is my favorite interview of the past month. Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Front Porch People. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Front Porch People Radio and Podcast Network. Uh, full full cast in studio today, and I'm, I'm grateful for that because, quite frankly, my mind is filled with... Uh, Wanderlust? No, I want to get out of Washington, D.C. I'm tired of looking at Fox Sport or Fox News and CNN and everything going on with with uh, you know the picking of a... Uh, a professor that'll take over and be a judge or whatever. You know, I'm just tired of it. Just, Don't watch TV, though. I went down the hallway and yelled at uh, our number one radio host down there on our sister station, WHL, and he said, you finally get it. I said, no, it's just I'm finally at that point. Uh, tonight, the Chicago Cubs will be taking on the Colorado Rockies uh, for a wild card spot. There'll be a lot of disappointed fans. Yeah, there will I, be. Hey, not a fan. For Colorado. Do not yeah. say that. Hey, <laughs> we're pulling for them. I, did, I didn't even say I could care less who wins. No, that's uh, not true. I'm just saying Go there's going to be a lot of disappointed fans. Go Cubs. I didn't say. Who? Which what, ones? Which ones? Yeah. yeah, I have a little song I wrote, and it goes a something like this: uh, Go Cubs, go, go Cubs, go! Hey Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs are gonna win today. That's you, it. You actually wrote That's that? I wrote that. Yeah, I wrote uh, that like I, sixteen years ago. I, hmm. Maybe you're just one of those recent fans that <laughs> abandoned the Cardinals. No. no, okay. No, I've been watching the Cubbies since uh, <laughs> since my grandfather started letting me watch TV. Oh, black and white TV. Okay, yep. Roman Avila, PJ Duran in studio, along with Tony Wayne. Tommy Boy Halverson and Chris Bishop contributing as they always do. We appreciate that. Our producers on this program and as always, Jack and Leanne DeLeon. Tony, who's on the show this particular episode? Well, we're going to talk to a really fast off-road guy, Andrew DeLong. Also, another really fast off-road, G-Off Aaron, or like we like to call him Jeff. Um, And then... uh, Kelly Wagner, who's actually a local guy, they've got a, a pretty cool race that's going on. It's it's kind of a tough uh, event off-road. So What's it called? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Something really what, hard. But, but let's go back to Geoff Aaron. <laughs> first of all, if the name first name is incorrectly spelled, so why would a parent do that to a son? And then secondly... Maybe it's a family name. Aaron, why do you need the second A? A-A-R-O-N. Why do you that, need the second that's, A? That's how you spell Aaron. No, it typically. isn't. I've seen Aaron done E-R-I-N. That's, that's Aaron. That's typically A lot of female. fast racers with the Geoff spelling, too. Yeah, the, Jeff May. Oh, yeah. There you go. Big timers. Hmm. Oh, okay, so who's in our second hour? Matthew Skoltz, who has uh, finished out the 2018 Moto America Superbike season in fourth place overall. There's another name misspelled, Skoltz. It should be Schultz. Well, he's not from the United States, so he gets a pass. Is he South African still? Absolutely. Something, something weird. Sure something exotic. I'm not sure what it is. What about yeah. Chad Lewin? Lewin, yeah. Another yeah. fast road racer. So we're, we're kind of all over the map. No motocrossers on tonight, I see. No, but, I can uh, see that. I'm back. I what are you talking about? Yeah, I said motocrossers, not <laughs> posers. This portion of our program brought to you by our friends at Wiseco. 
perhaps for the last time ever, will they sponsor the show. Also by our good friends at um, Hicklin Power Sports. I understand there's a lot of good stuff going on at Hicklin Power Sports. Um, when, when thinking about financing, it's, it's often daunting. Um, to think that I've got to go in for a loan uh, to buy a new motorcycle or a house uh, or a trip. Uh, you know, I, I need money, okay? Or I need a haircut, for example. Where would I go? I go to Hickam Power Sports. Absolutely. We can cover all those bases. There are a lot of YZ250s out there that don't require financing. Yeah, There's that's a lot right. of bikes out there. Yeah, we, got, we got YZ65s, too. Those have started so selling. Good. They're so cool. They, and shockingly, cost more than an 85. I, was I looking, don't know why. I was, I was actually talking to a friend of mine uh, yesterday prior to the Cubs start. Was his name Andrew DeLong? Long. No, it wasn't. But before we go to Andrew, okay. I would just tell you this. He, he bought a uh, Honda 50. Was it a Honda 50? 3600 bucks. Sound right? Yep. One Park, of the new ones. All right. Parked behind the Waveland uh, bar and, and restaurant and was surprised when he went out there and, and it was gone. I'm not sure bucks for a fifty. Yeah, I'm not sure why one of you'd those be monkeys surprised. that you are going to ride. That's what they are. I'm going to ride. It's yeah, like still little, on. It's like ride on. Okay. It's like Can we please go to our guests, please. Okay. Yes. Uh, so, I want to thank our good friends at Hickam Power Sports. Look for them online. Cdu, Canam, Beta, KTM, Polaris, and of course, is it pronounced Yamaha? That's it. Yam- Nailed Yamaha. It. Uh, look for them online. HicklinPowerSports.com. Tony? All right. Our guest coming up now is uh, Andrew DeLong. Road his Gas Gas XC300 to his season's best sixth place. Finish at the Mud Dovers National Enduro in Matthews, Indiana. Welcome back to the show. Andrew DeLong, how are you? Sorry about the pause there. We had to, no we had to cover some cubbies. cubbies and We're, A lot of us in the studio, Andrew, are just... Uh, yeah, ticked it's off. all good. It's how are you, Andrew? Are you a Cubs fan? I, I'm, I'm sure you aren't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm from I'm too close to Philadelphia, so if I don't like any Philadelphia team, it's uh, pretty much you get beat up around here. <laughs> you know, oh, my, the my, city my, of brotherly love, yeah. as they say. It's so the, famous. Buy the t-shirt my friend, just to fit in. My friend... Uh, Actually owns a Philadelphia seventy sixers, so I don't, I don't blame oh, yeah. you for being yeah. um, upset with the whole sports picture. So I get it. Yeah. Maybe you guys yeah. can do better next time. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love them no matter if they're good or bad. It's, it's, do we? Do we really? You, well, you, if you live inside an hour of Philadelphia, it's, uh, you got to be a fan no matter what. As, uh, that's what everybody talks about. So. I like working in Philadelphia. I love announcing in Philadelphia. It's a it's a championship city. Yeah, it's a good it's a good place um, for sure. Let's go to Roman Avila. Roman, you want to start things off the right yeah. way? Well, I you just were gone last week. For that, I, just, I know, right? But <laughs> especially with me being back, uh, you know, after a little hiatus. But uh, Andrew, let's talk about the mud dauber. How was that, and how was the weather? Mm. Um, it, was actually, it was actually really, really good this year. Um, you know, they got, like, uh, some rain. It actually flooded out there two weeks before the National Enduro, and then it um, it all, like, you know, uh, dissipate, dissipated over the two weeks leading up to the Enduro, and um, it was actually the most prime, prime conditions I think I've ever rode that Enduro in. What was the first word you used? It was dissipated. Dissipated. Okay, just want to make sure I'm writing all these down. Yeah. Okay. No, it um, it, uh, it was actually like prob- Indiana has far none the best dirt probably in the United States to ride a motorcycle. Um, so 
with all the rain and then it uh, uh, hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. I think Winter said Iowa's not too bad. Pretty good dirt in Iowa, too, yeah, bud. We've got... Uh, Indiana's good. I've been... Uh, I, I'll be at Crawfordsville racing, but it's yeah. not quite as good as Iowa. we got some pretty <laughs> I've good never, dirt. I've, I've never rode in Iowa, so I don't know. Well, there's been some OMAs in Iowa, but, but no... Uh, Nothing like you've... No MMAs. <clears throat> no GNCC as yet, although I'm sure we're struggling to make that happen someday. There are people that drive by Actually, that I, use, Lu- use Lucas Oil. I talked example. to the boys and tried to get uh, something strung together for the for uh, Lafferty was here for a, a KTM thing we did. And, yeah. Uh, Ryan? A demo. No. And uh, <laughs> we... Um, no help. We tried to get the GNC, or excuse me, the National Enduro, but we just didn't have enough. The transfers would be too long, you know. So, uh, um, but but definitely some good riding here. Um, you're also doing the GNCC, right? Yep. Yep. How's that going? You're in the XC1 class, obviously. Um, I know you've had some top tens. Yeah, it's been going. It's been going good. I mean, um, definitely. Uh, you know, I took off couple years with my wrist injuries and everything so this is like my first real year back on uh, the xd one line and it's uh it's definitely stepped up a lot since the last time i've actually competed in the gncc's with the speed and the the level of the players has gone uh, has gone up a lot yeah yeah are you 100 really are you 100 percent healthy right now yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I would say I'm 100 percent right now uh, okay. with everything. You know, I'm a year and a half out since my wrist surgery, and it's taken me this long to finally get back up to, um, I guess you could say, like my top speed. My partner um, Tony has has had some wrist injuries, haven't you, Tony? Yeah, both sides. I had a scaphoid uh, and a lunate bone had to be pinned on my left side, and then uh, proximal row. Carpectomies and, on the right and side. And you're misdiagnosed, is, though. You didn't have the appropriate doctor. Right, yeah. So, yeah, wrist injuries are tough. You know, we saw Charlie that in his career that's ended a lot of yeah. racers' careers. So, But you're uh, yeah. you're good now. You you are a past National Enduro champ, right? 2015, was it? Yeah, 14. 14, yeah. yep. So um, <clears throat> you... Um, you obviously know what it takes to do it. What's the what's the competition like in National Enduro now versus back in '14 when you won that championship? Um, it's it's actually the Enduros haven't changed too much. Um, to be honest with you, the, the speeds have gotten faster for sure. But I mean, the competition is as well, you know, better in the Enduros. But um, it's just put it's it's so close nowadays. Like the top ten is within thirty seconds out of every test so i mean if you like let's just say at the mud daubers um i mean grant baylor was on a roll i mean he won the first test by 30 seconds over his brother but i was i think i was like nine seconds off of Stu, and i got fifth and Stu got second in that test and then i beat tads of all by a half a second man you're naming royalty in in the in the uh the entire discipline those those guys including you um just understand i mean there's there's a level of enthusiasm uh that you bring and professionalism that you bring we can tease all we want but at the end of the day that's what's making it so good to watch and why you know the numbers are up i gotta believe mark berg is he still with you guys yeah yeah. Okay. I mean, I gotta believe he, along with other sponsors, are pleased with the numbers you're bringing in, right? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I hope so. I mean, that's what I'm. I guess I get paid to do is to you know push the gas gas to the for, to the front of the pack, you know. And um, it's it's been tough. I'm I'm not gonna lie, you know. It's it's been a game changer. I guess you could say I've been on a four stroke for the past eight years um, for most of my pro career, and then going back to the two stroke three hundred has been it's been difficult. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Racing the GNCCs on a three hundred is is uh, it's tough, but the Endura is, uh, it's, uh, we're right there, you know, and it's just illuminating the, the mistakes, and I think, right. uh, it's coming together, you know? It's the little things. And Roman Avila is in studio uh, on this particular program. Roman, you've you've seen other guys that have been to the top of the box, right? <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen a lot of other people um, on top of the box, but <laughs> not me. Um, Andrew, I was going to ask you this, and you already answered my part of my question, but you're riding the 300 in also GNCC, also in the Sprint Enduro, or the, I mean, National Enduro. Um, is it the same setup, same bike? Uh, you got two different bikes. I mean, what do you like about it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, pretty much the same bike. Uh, I go from one race to the next. I mean, like I said, the Enduros are so fast right now with the trail. Um, you have to have pretty much uh, the same setup pretty much going from the GNCCs to the National Enduros. I might go two clicks softer on my suspension for the Enduros, but I'm hitting really. There's the, you're hitting the bumps the same speed that you would be in a GNCC. It's just not as rough, so you can actually carry your speed a lot more. Um, but, yes, yeah, I pretty much run the same setup everywhere. I just change my gearing a little bit. From the Endurers, I go to a 52 sprocket in the rear, and then for the I go to a 48 for the GNCCs to keep my you know for the, the for the speed. Andrew, you are part of the Gas Gas effort. How big of an effort is Gas Gas? I mean, they're they're certainly coming on um, and f- and filling in areas you know that are not already filled by the likes of KTM, Husqvarna. Gas Gas is a long time uh, player in the uh, off-road and trials world how big is their effort here in the u.s i mean are they expanding every year in your mind um yeah i mean that's the whole goal was when i you know when we sort of started talking and everything is i wanted to switch it up you know and everything i wanted to switch brands and i wanted to try to rejuvenate my career um with after my wrist injury i was just burnt out and everything like that and um, you know, Mark came to me and the offer was on the table to, you know, be like sort of the research and development, you know, or just ride the gas gas and try to push the name as much as possible. And I feel like it's working. I mean, I see more and more of them, you know, out of the tracks. Like Mark Berg said to me, he sells four gas gases at a GNC. His sales are up 400%, oh. you know. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, uh, Instead of seeing one gas gas, which is mine, I actually see more around the track, which is good. You know, it's good for the brand. It's good for uh, it's good for everything. It's good for the racing. It's good just for the off-road community. I mean, it's always good to have a better brand. You know, not a better brand, but another brand to bring to the table. I mean, that's just, it's good, you know. And that's all the time we have for Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly this week. I'd like to thank our guests, Rodney Smith, Ty Tremaine, Bob DeFranco, Gary Sutherland and Shelby Turner. We'll be back next week for Scott Casper, Ed Camp, Tony Wink, 
Roman Avila, P.J. Duran, our contributors, Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson, and my wife, Leanne. I'm Jack DeLeon. We'll see you next week on Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. Grown up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days being a grown up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades and also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> I know, right.